Welcome to the True Love is Within podcast. This is Barrett Hadeen guiding you and leading you through the fear into the experience of love, which is our truth. Today, as usual, we are joined by Trish, who I will be doing energy healing session with. And uh, as usual, this healing session reflects the healing that everyone listening to this podcast is actually experiencing. So uh, I just encourage you to, to take everything that is shared today within and, and make it as, as personal and as uh, relevant to you as you can, because that always facilitates the experience of shifting into the love that we are. So I'd like to welcome Trish onto the call. Trish, it's good to have you here today. Well, thank you, Barrett. Good morning. <clears throat> yeah, and good uh, we're recording this right around the holidays, so it's just a, a couple days after Christmas today. And um, yeah, so I know that that will, will probably come up on our call today as we go. Um, we did touch base just a little bit before the recording started. Uh, around a few things connected to the holidays and some some just new opportunities and things opening up for you. And we're going to jump into all that as, um, as we go here today. But I was thinking it'd be nice to also do a meditation. So why don't we um, do a brief meditation here uh, together? Okay. So as we take a moment... And take a few nice deep breaths. We remind ourselves that this time is a time of healing, of opening into the divine truth. of revealing that which has always been there and knowing that the process often takes us through the shadows, allowing whatever surfaces here to be held in the energy of love and the intention of joy. and resting for a little while here in the silence together. And then as we emerge from the silence, returning from this inner place of quiet, 
we do our best to bring the quiet with us into this call today, into this healing podcast, but also into the rest of our day and into the rest of our life, knowing that it is always there for us in everything that we do. Okay, so Trisha, I'm, I'm actually just going to have you kind of start by checking in some of the things maybe you already mentioned briefly before we started, but uh, yeah, feeling feeling free to kind of go into whatever comes sure. up first for you. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, um, as we know, we're in the holidays, and um, they really they really have unfolded fairly well for me, and I'm grateful for that. There was a some fluttering in the beginning, maybe about a week ago, a week and a half ago, um, with my sister, but I just used um, forgiveness practices, and, <clears throat> and so far it seems, you know, quite quite nice. I'm very, and again, I'm just, you know, very pleased with that and very grateful. Um, had an email connection with a friend from high school and um, responded, and um, that seems to have some different energy around it, and so I'm curious about that. Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Oh, the um, the meditation with the uh, with the yellow um, ball of energy has been helpful. Uh, I think I have difficulty. I think about things to do, and then I sort of find reasons not to do them or I, I, I put it off. I feel like procrastination is, is becoming or has at times been something that has stopped me. So I registered for a seminar with um, Dr. Wolfelt from Fort Collins and sent him a card with a personal note and that felt really good. That was something that had been kind of there in the air for me to do and I think it just um, I, I feel like I need to be in a zone, a certain kind of zone, energy zone sometimes to do that, to do things that if I don't get into that zone, then it gets put off. I think that's sort of the issue. And mm-hmm. so I circle around it. And doing that meditation uh, was helpful. Um, and it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, that's really good. And that, that really is the purpose of that meditation, to sort of jumpstart yourself when you're in a bit of a doldrum, when, when your energy is low and, and you feel a little less motivated to, to do the things that are on your agenda. Mm-hmm. So just, it's really just a conscious um, cultivation of your inner energy. And as we talked about on the, on the last call, it focuses in on the area of the third chakra. Um, the third chakra is all about the energy of personal will. So are you able to accomplish the things you set to, set out to do? Are you able to fulfill your intentions for your life? And, you know, exactly what we're talking about is, you know, help, helpful for those things. And just like a lot of things in our life, what we give attention to, we, we cultivate. We, we bring focus into an area of our life and things in that, in that part of our life start to open up. So a lot of healing work is, is actually simply bringing attention to areas of our life, areas of our mind, areas of our energy that haven't had a lot of attention or haven't had enough attention. So this exercise, uh, this you know, form of kind of manipulating your inner chi 
is, um, is, is designed for that purpose. And so I'm glad to hear it's been having that effect for you, which is really the purpose of doing that. So, yeah, yeah. if you feel like you enjoy it, you know, you can make that a part of your ongoing daily routine. Um, or you can just kind of use it when you notice that you are a little bit less motivated and need kind of a, a kickstart to, to get going again. Um, yeah, but if, if it's something you enjoy, I encourage you to, to keep going with it. Yeah, that was a question I had, and I think that I would, um, you know, continue to go with it. I haven't the last few days, but um, but it was, again, a thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it was kind of a pattern. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I laugh, but it, it is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad we have this appointment. <laughs> it's yeah. so helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I you think, are going to notice that happening, especially when you're changing an old pattern, is that you might have a burst of kind of like going into the new energy, but then the old energy will sort of reassert itself. And it's not bad. It's not a sin. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Uh, it's just then you sort of kind of re, you know, you, you, you go into recommitting to the practice again. Um, a lot of times people experience this with different kinds of meditation, whatever sort of inner work you're doing, where you'll have a, a bout and you're going to say, I'm going to do this every day. And you do it every day for a week and then you stop yes, or you do yes, it every day yes. for a month and then you stop. Uh, and you just whenever you, you kind of find that spark again, you just recommit. And um, I think the people that I know that are sort of like lifelong meditators you know, I bet almost all of them will have stories like this where they decided to do every day and then they kind of fell off the wagon, but they just keep, keep getting back on the wagon. And I think that's that's what you just have to keep practicing is noticing when you fall off the wagon and saying, okay, I'm still going to do this. I'm, I'm starting again today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the most helpful principles or notions um, is that there's really no error in in this, and that that one is always beginning, in a sense, and um, and we and and there's no there's no fault. You know, you can always start, you can always begin. Um, yeah. So yeah. Thank you. So, you know, one of the areas we've also been talking about on these calls quite a bit is is the area of the heart, area of romance, and. Um, I don't know if I'm reading something into this or if that was part of your question around your high school friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that that it is because, you know, we, um, there was never any connection in a romantic kind of way or, or such with this fellow and he's established with the family and, and such, but, um, we, did have a nice conversation, and we went to visit an old um, teacher that we both found that we really, really esteemed greatly. I went home for a reunion maybe about two years ago, and and that was really one of the nice, nicer interludes of all that. And we talked on the phone for a while, you know, different times, and it was just really friendly, connecting over music. Um, and then I received an email, and it was... I miss you in caps, but he's he's a musician. But it was in a sentimental way. I felt in the Christmas, but one of my I wrote back, and one of my friends who's sensitive um, seemed to think that there was a stronger connection there, um, mm-hmm. which I found 
pretty amazing, actually. I mean, there's just, like, you know, like unbelievable to amazing. Um, and I think, you know, that's kind of how life is. We we know different people, and someone says a few things here, you know, a few things there. So I was, you know, looking forward to checking it out with you. Yeah. And so I think that this is a normal next step for you as you've been doing your work around, you know, romantic connections in your heart that you are going to start finding people that you're connecting with in this way more. Um, so does that mean he's, you know, Mr. Right? I don't know. But <laughs> there, there's definitely some energy here. And... Um, that in itself is is kind of perfect, right? Exactly where you are is is where things are supposed to be. And uh, I feel like I'm not going to say a whole lot about it just because a lot of times these things just sort of want to have their own experience. And I think that's that's good for now with you and him is to really step into, okay, well, let's see what it is. I, I You know, being open, like you said, with that beginner's mind, and taking that attitude into your interactions with him and just seeing where they go. Um, maybe maybe this, this flower will bloom and grow, or maybe there will be, uh, you know, just a, not much of a bloom, and, and then there'll be another flower coming into your life. So, But it's sort of like when you're on the lookout for flowers, you start to see them everywhere, <laughs> and you start to have these kinds of connections more and more. Um, uh, it's sort of like the the thing where if you if you say test drive a specific kind of car, then all of a sudden you see them on the road everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, true. So in a way, you know, the work we've been doing is like test driving romance, mm-hmm. and so your your willingness to connect around this is just a lot greater than it was a few months ago, even. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I'll tell you this. Yeah. One thing that's kind of symbolic, maybe, or um, is that I, I've been nursing a geranium. It's a huge geranium, and mostly flowers, you know, plants die off in the wintertime, so it, I move it around on my carpet <laughs> in the wintertime here in my house, in my condo, and and it just bloomed. I mean, there's a little bloom coming from Christmas time. I'm very excited. Beautiful. Oh, but, uh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sweet. Uh, I've, been, I've been encouraging it. So. Yeah, and I agree. That's that's the perfect kind of symbol. A lot of people will, will have this experience where they have plants at home, and and when they're in a sort of funky energy or lower energy, the plant may not bloom as much as it normally does. But then when your your energy starts to open up, your plants are going to often mirror you. <laughs> so that's that's really beautiful. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So the other area we're going to go into today on the call is we're going to go into the area around uh, work and career because it's been another thing we've we've done a lot of focusing on. So, um, yeah, I know that some of what we talked about on the last call with this, uh, you know, cultivating the energy in your abdomen, the sort of energy of, of getting things done is connected to new opportunities, and I think the seminar that you said that you signed up for, it feels like it's in alignment with that and maybe part of, of the next steps for you in this area. Um, how are you feeling around this part of your life currently? <clears throat> well, it has, 
It has, um, I think, prior to, you know, a recent class, I felt like it had kind of stalled out. And um, mm-hmm. I gave, well, one of the other things, I, I had given my resume to a care counselor that I esteem, and she knows me, and she's, you know, a sensitive person, and it, it she just has so much going on, but I found, I got it back. You know, I got it. That was part of this last week. Uh, I got it back maybe um, a couple of days ago, and I had good edits on it. So I feel poised, you know, energetically to send it out. And there are, I'm going to send it to um, one of the principals. There's two new hospice startups here in town, and one's a contemplative one, and the other is, I think, a more functional uh, one that we would think of in, in regular hospice terms. Um, so I think that I, well, I think I'm going to send, you know, I'm going to follow her edits and uh, just tweak it a little bit here and there and, and, and get it out. Um, the other question I had was with the contemplative, um, what that organization's doing is my understanding um that really is going to be a place where people can can go to die um, if they if there really is no other place they don't have a home or there isn't another place and I think they might get referrals from nursing homes because um, interestingly wow. nursing homes get disconnect from services I think right towards the end I don't know I'm not sure I'm saying it correctly but that's my understanding and so. I think there's volunteer opportunities there, and so I was curious about that. Would if I if I did open myself to volunteering, um, it would put me at the bedside mm-hmm. in a meditative um, relationship with with the person who's making that transition, and so that um, has felt more of like an opportunity. Um, I'm not sure about employment with either. I mean. I'm just not sure that there's a real, I mean, I, I explore it, but at the most moment they've hired people that they already know that who've done these jobs. And um, that's where I feel I'm at a disadvantage. Um, the okay. People within both of these do see me as a volunteer. They, you know, because that's what I've been doing or have done in the past. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to work with some of the thoughts around this and some of the energies because you know, this this um, career shift for you is really about work, right? It's, it's not about volunteering. And I think the volunteering has been good for you, and it's it's helped you form a lot of connections and, and sort of gotten your yourself some experience, more experience around this area. Um, but uh, kind of the energy you got around uh, as you were talking about the resume, it's what I, what I tuned into was, image that a lot of the inner work you've been doing has been sort of like tilling the field, right? We're sort of like calling uh, or, you know, turning up the, the, the tightly packed soil so that it's, it's loose and available. And, and the sending out the resumes and kind of doing the next step here is, I mean, it's about planting the seeds. So this next phase that you're in mm-hmm. is really the, the seed planting. But unlike normal plants that can take you know, weeks, months, uh, quite a long time to uh, to start to bloom. I get the sense that these seeds are going to bloom very fast. So, um, 
there's there's an energy here of okay, let's you know the field is ready. Let's let's plant mm-hmm. the seed. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I don't feel like a, an energy against the volunteering if you if you want to do this, but I, I get the sense that your time is really best spent focusing on new job opportunities okay. and really making it clear to the places you're you're reaching out to that you know you're looking for paid a paid position. So, um, again, there, there's a real ready, readiness within you for this step. And um, I think there's there's a little bit of energy here that we can help shift within you, too, because there's almost like a little bit of like, well, feeling resigned to accepting a volunteer opportunity because that's all that's coming your way. And there's a, there's somewhat of a of a mindset feeling here, like um, almost like a, a little orphan energy, like an orphan girl or orphan boy. Like I'll accept what I can get because I'm not going to get much. Um, so the sense I get is that there is some connection to other lifetimes here, lifetimes where you you were orphans. Uh, orphan in multiple different lifetimes, um, and this feeling of I can't I can't ask for much because then I'll only be disappointed. And and there's sort of a, a somewhat of this energy. I mean, a lot of you is really on board with like, okay, new opportunity, something here is coming, and it's exciting and bold and 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 new. But then there's this other part within you that's like. You know, there's a sort of famous scene, and uh, I think it was one of Charles Dickens where the boy goes up and asks for more porridge. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I know, and I love Charles Dickens. <laughs> and, I, I and, uh, <laughs> you know, the guy says to him, more, no. you know, like he's affronted that that this little child's asking for more porridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. And yeah, there's some of that energy here, but again, by us bringing it up and talking about it, it's it's starting to shift. So we're we're helping this old dynamic to shift and leave for you. We're going to go into it a bit more, and specifically, we're going to look at a past life that's connected to this. And it it has, I think, his name is Oliver Twist, right? That was the book, if I remember right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the musical version <laughs> called Oliver, which is very good. Um, and there's a, there's a feeling here of, okay, we're going to go into this lifetime where you were a young boy and you were an orphanage and you, you didn't have very much to your name and didn't have much you could ask for. And a lot of the same energy of hoping for too much just means your dreams are going to be crushed. Um, and, and the big hope, you know, for you and most of the orphans was that someone would adopt you, someone would take you in, you'd end up having a, a family. And, and you sort of had this hope, but you also were afraid to have this hope. And that's the energy that's here, too. You have this hope about stepping into a new job, into a new role, but then you also have this fear of really fully hoping for it because, well, what if things really don't change? What if this is your life? And this sort of one foot in, one foot out energy is um, somewhat a part of what's keeping you from really 
claiming your new your new job that's coming your way energetically. And I, I, I say it that way because this job is coming to you. It is on its way to you. And a part of the shift to... Um, yeah, really step into it. Like in your in your physical life, is is letting go of the uh, afraid to want, afraid to wish, afraid to to really be hopeful about this. So again, it's an old story, it's an old pattern, but as we're naming it, it's surfacing more. How, how does this feel as I'm saying this, Trish? It's painful. <clears throat> it's very deep. Um, I feel a little teary, <clears throat> and it resonates. Um, it's very deep, and it's it's it, it is so true. I mean, it is so true. Um, I don't think I've ever thought of it in the sense of orphan energy, but that's that's a good frame. I mean, it it is. Um, I do feel apart at times, and um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely an opportunity for healing. Mm-hmm. So the image that's coming to me is, is basically like a dark root. So if you could almost imagine your mind being like this field we're talking about, but planted in your mind is this dark root, and it, it sort of has a quote-unquote life to it, uh, its, its own energy. And, and the life that it has is really some part of you that's still buying into it. And and as we're bringing it forward and making it visible, quote-unquote, within, within your mind, what's happening is you're starting to detach from it. You're starting to lessen the belief and release that more and more. Um, and, and basically this, this root is, is, is being slowly pulled from the ground. And... You know, there's not a whole lot more than that that needs to happen. We don't need to fix it. We don't need to make it right, in a sense. We just need to let it come up out of the mind. And as fully as it's ready to have happen. And then just like any plant that is unrooted, then it just withers away. And similarly, this energy is already withering as it's being pulled out. And and you're letting go of the uh, just I call it like half-heartedness or the the afraid to hope, afraid to to really claim good things, good new things for yourself. So so even though we're focusing a lot around the energy of this in connection to your business and your career um, and and the job that's coming your way, there's, there's also this energy of, of this spilling over into the relationship piece. So as we're talking about new romantic energies coming your way, this, I can't really fully hope for uh, just a great connection with a guy. This, there's a little bit of that here too. So I'm just naming mm-hmm. that to help that release as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could describe this differently, too, that this energy we're naming is basically like a shielding energy. It's shielding you and sort of trying to keep you safe. 
but the effect that it's having is it's sort of walling you off from yeah. the good yeah. things in, in your life. Yeah, it's true. It's definitely true. So this this shield, this wall is 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 thinning. It's getting weaker. It's almost going from like opaque or dark to to clear and translucent. Hmm. Yeah, it feels. I mean, we have this experience with the call from you, and it's just it's very deep. It's um, it's somewhat altered. You know, I feel somewhat altered. Mm-hmm. And it's happening on many levels, right? So there's the level of, of romance, there's the level of this new job and your career path unfolding. Um, but as we also discuss, it's on the level of, of the deeper part within you. And this is uh, about your connection to the divine. It's about your connection to the infinite truth that, that we all are. And, and this part of you, this orphan that's separate and afraid to kind of fully imagine joining with the family is a reflection of this part within you that's that's holding yourself apart from the fullness of, of true love. And true love beyond form is really what I'm saying. So this is the love that many people call God, other people call, uh, you know, divine, other people call spirit. This is the place within you that is whole and complete. And as we're doing this, this sort of working on these energies on a level of form, on a level of, of your life, uh, we're simultaneously shifting this, this deep shielding uh, that keeps you thinking that you're separate from that deep truth within. And as we've talked about, these, these principles are explored in the Course in Miracles, and we talk about them quite a bit. Um, because that is the deeper purpose of all this healing work is is coming to know your truth, coming to know that you are actually one with love itself, and that there's never been a time you've been apart from that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was. I think it's hard to speak sometimes, but. Mm-hmm. I've ordered some new books. I ordered um, Ken, Wap- Ken Wapnick's Journey Through the Text because the text is deep. And yeah, I got some uh, new books. So I've been, you know, so now I'm reading three or four different course books <laughs> kind of simultaneously. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, I so aspire to all that you said, that, um, that connection within it is um, my deepest heart's desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could say that all of the, the surface level things, all of the day-to-day life things, are opportunities to deepen that connection to the divine truth. Mm-hmm. And exactly what we're talking about today is actually perfect because it's, it's your experience of, of this collective issue that we all have, of this belief in the separation which, as you know, is not true, but some part of us is clinging to it. Mm-hmm. And our work yeah. is in shining the light onto that and realizing I never needed to be so afraid of that. But it's a process. It's a journey. And everyone's journey may look very different, but it actually has that same deeper purpose to it. 
So we're all on one journey back home, one journey that looks billions of different ways, um, but it has the same objective and, and ultimately the same destination, which is that experience of, of the truth of, of that divine love. And um, I think we've made some really nice headway here on that journey. I'm just feeling very grateful here as we're in this uh, time uh, between Christmas and New Year's. It's a lot of gratitude and reflection about all the all the you know amazing steps forward and and this work that we've been doing together. I feel is is one one part of that, and I, I'm just very appreciative. Uh, for this time that we we spend uh, doing this work together. Well, <clears throat> thank you, Barrett. I'm like quadruple, <laughs> quadruple, <laughs> but it is. It's it has it has had its own beauty. And um, I remember when we first started talking, you, you told me that um, that was a year or two ago. What you told me, I had a suit of armor on that was like two sizes too <laughs> too small, and so. Um, and it felt that way. I just was in a suffering state of everything. And so this journey has, been, has truly meant everything. And it is so nice to go into the new year with, with everything, you know, and this call. Yeah. You know? And I think you, you've let so much of that armor go in this time together. And um, there's more, right? There's, there's more mm-hmm. to yeah. keep healing. Yeah, I know. Um, it, it, it might be that you're to the point where the armor actually feels pretty comfortable. But what your deepest heart's calling, as you just said, is is to let it all go. And, and mm-hmm. you're you're right you're right on track for that. So I just really want to recognize the progress you've made and uh, let you know that ultimately, even as I've really enjoyed, you know, assisting and guiding you through the journey, that that all of the healing you've done has has been your own healing. And, um, but that because we're in this together, we can kind of serve these functions, uh, where, mm-hmm. you know, at least in this right. call, I'm, I'm serving as the healer and you're the, you're the client, but, but really we're all in this together and that's, that's what matters the most. Yes. Yeah. So this is going to do it for today's podcast. Uh, again, this has been True Love is Within with, with Barrett Hadeen. Our journey is a journey to knowing that true love is always within. Uh, if you're looking for more ways to connect with me, please check out my website, which is barretheddean.com. Uh, again, that's B-A-R-R-E-T-H-E-D-E-E-N.com. You can find out about the events that I offer, and you can even sign up for a complimentary mini-session with me to explore your energies and see what might be ready to shift in your life. So, I hope everyone has a a really blessed new year as we step into this. And, um, yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day, Trish. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Bye for now.